Hi, everybody. Please don't sue me. Welcome to the People Power Everything podcast, where we were just welcomed by Dr. Nicholas. Yeah, that's what we'll call him. This time I'm reading an article called Running Out of Time, uh, originally written March 13th, 2023. And here goes. I was spitballing with my coach, you know, throwing the noodles against the wall to see what sticks, storming with the brain, bringing to bear our creativity. It was obviously awesome. Paula, you rock. Out of that came many ideas, but one got stuck in my head, and I get the feeling it will be there for a while. Running out of time is something to explore. Here's a piece of that something. In late 1999, I started a job in a technical support call center. After about a week of training, I was thrown on the phones, and I nervously started helping people figure out the internet. How to connect to it, either over dial-up, for those in the know, get me an init string that works, stat or with a newfangled high-speed modem that had blazing speeds of 1 megabits per second. For reference, I have 1.5 gigabits per second service at home, which is 1,536 times faster. We have leapt ahead on accessing the world's information in less than a blink of an eye. What you use that massive power for is up to you, and probably a debate for later. As a tech support agent hired in the dying days of 1999, I didn't get to party on New Year's Eve as Prince intended, but instead, I had a shift. I had a tech support shift in a call center on the fabled Y2K night. Y2K, if you don't recall, stands for year 2000 and referred to a limitation in the code of many computer systems. Basically, programmers in the early days of computers had very limited space and memory. So, had to choose what they used it for. Storing the full four digits of the year in a date was just a waste of space. That 19 part just kept repeating and adding no value. So, some brilliant programmers decided to write just the last two digits, saving half the memory space. Two bits saved doesn't seem like much now, but at the time, it was a very big deal. A few years before the year 2000, some smart folks figured out that if the year rolled over, it would go to zero, zero. And that might mean the year 2000, or a fate much worse of 1900. There was a real fear in the air about bank accounts going empty, planes falling out of the sky, and the burgeoning internet going dark. Maybe. I started my shift at 11 p.m., two weeks out of training and not really knowing what to expect or being ready for it. I girded myself for what was to come. <laughs> girded. Being in the business support section, after hours was not exactly busy to begin with, but we were quite a few on the desk for the possible onslaught of calls to come. At a few minutes after midnight, I got my first call. I gave my best greeting, following my training and ready to give top-notch service, unlike some of this reading. It's Mike from IT. I'm just testing the system, is what Mike said on the other end of the phone. So I wrote my ticket to track the call, put myself back on ready for the next call, which came a few short hours later. Hey, it's Mike again. Just testing. After Mike's third call, it was about 4 a.m. and the manager was asking if anybody wanted to go home. Y2K was a massive anticlimactic event. Companies paid billions of dollars to fix the issue. They either did it really well, or it didn't matter all that much. We'll never know. Thinking about all that, I'm reminded of the countless times I've prepared for a big meeting, test, or event, 
only to have things go really smoothly and all the questions I was ready to field never come? Did I prepare so well that my explanations were just that good? Or did I spend way too much time getting ready and I could have used my time elsewhere? We'll never know, but I suspect the answer lies somewhere in the middle. Some days, just the idea of wasting time scares me. We have a limited amount of time in this life and I get caught up in trying to maximize it. On the other hand, I can happily spend hours walking the dogs, playing video games, watching the boob tube and be okay with it until I'm not. When I was younger and had my first car, I spent days on end driving around aimlessly, spending gas money I didn't really have. There was no thought about whether it was worth the time. Now, as my beard grows gray, I feel very differently about time. I need to try and make the most of it and start feeling guilty when I'm not productive, which ends up meaning that I take on a lot. Between work, school, writing, connecting with friends, spending time with family and reading, I sometimes feel that I have bitten off more than I can chew. In my quest to be more productive, there is something missing. That nothingness that can mean boredom or just zoning out listening to music. Both things I enjoy feeling. I am desperately trying to find the balance that maximizes my time without losing myself in all my projects. I think the answer might lie in the platitude of enjoying the journey. In his book, Flow, Six Mihaly wrote about his research on flow states or being totally absorbed in what you're doing. I wish I could be so absorbed that I could actually pronounce his name properly. He argued that happiness should not be our goal, but finding states of flow in our lives. This meshes well with the concept of intrinsic motivation, doing things for the pure joy of doing them. I find solace in the fact that in many of my activities that fill in my busy days, I do find flow. I get lost in sharing things I learned and find interesting. I just let whatever comes into my head out onto the page, free from the constraints of me, and put out there for anyone else to read. It's both liberating and a little scary. But I think life should be a little scary. It is more excitement than fear. It's about finding more of myself with every new article written, book read, song listened to, dog walked, hockey game attended, race watched, go Hamilton, dance danced, video game played, basketball bounced, laughter shared with friends and family, and even trees stared at. Yes, I stare at trees from time to time, and I highly recommend it. The funny thing is that the more we worry about running out of time, the more we do to try and save time, which ends up taking more time without buying us any new time. So, Perhaps the lesson to learn is just to go with the flow and do the things we enjoy without thinking about it too much. I, for one, am trying to learn how to do that with varying success. Maybe this was all a waste of time, but I think it was worth mine and maybe even yours. I hope you have a great day and you enjoyed listening to me. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. I'll be putting out more episodes as soon as I can. And remember... People power everything.